Hello, mamas. I have been going through the hardest thing of my entire life for the past four years. It's finally done. I can finally talk about it, and I and we're going to do that today. I don't know how to really go about talking about this because I don't really get that personal on this podcast. This is drama mama, not uh, Ben crying because he wants his mama, which I have done multiple times because of what I'm going to talk about. We'll get into it right after this quick break. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. There is a circumstance that I have been in for the past four years that has cascaded into a butterfly effect um, affecting every single every single aspect of my life um and it is how do i i don't know i don't know how to like go about explaining this situation i guess i'll start by saying um when i was like a kid since i've been a kid i've always wanted to move to la i know 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 um i I have always been infatuated uh, with th- <laughs> with Los Angeles since I was a kid. Um, and even though uh, back then I was looking at the city through rose-colored glasses um, coming from Canada, it was always something that I wanted to... I wanted to at least, like, experience living there. And I am a Canadian. I am not an American. So... That comes with some extreme challenges that I have been facing for the past four years. Now, when someone wants to move to a different country, uh, there's a process, obviously. It's not as simple as like moving within your country where you can literally pick up, move, and have it be done in one day. I've been going through the process of moving for four years now i started it when i was 2019 what the fuck i started it when i was 19 in 2019 i am now 24 years old it's 2023 and i have finally done it the biggest process or the biggest hurdle that i face and i'll explain how this cascades into all these other things including why my zoom videos are privated why i am always in a different country we'll get into all that real quick um when you move to a different country you need to apply for a visa um so most countries uh allow you to like stay as a tourist and for example if you're a canadian you can stay in the united states for up to six months of the year um and that's just like that's just like staying there that doesn't mean you can work doesn't mean you can do jack shit any of that it just means you can like physically be there you can just be sitting on your ass for six months of the year beyond that nope they kick your ass out and then you can't come back so around 2019 when i started my like social media career i started building like a life um i'll just fucking put it as that i started building a life in 
LA. I had friends. Um, I had like entire uh, relationships that were in the country that I didn't live in. And I, for the past four years, have not had an address in the United States, but I would spend like almost half of the year in the US. Um, I have been in a state of limbo for literally four years now. I've been in this like place between two countries and not really like belonging to either one. Um, now, uh, when a lot of people move to a different country, it's a lot more cut and dry than how my move was. A lot of people um, can end up moving to the U.S. from a different country in like a month fucking flat, which is so crazy to me because I was so far from my case. It took me four years. So in 2019, when I first kind of like decided that I wanted to move to L.A. and move to the U.S. and immigrate there... I uh, immediately like reached out to like a law firm and began the process with them. Now, if you're in my position and you drop the fuck out of college, you don't have any kind of crazy talents. You're not part of any like group uh, that can just move to the U.S. freely. It's going to be a little difficult, and I really want to, like, stray away from uh, pulling the whole, like, oh, boo-hoo, poor influencer, because, like, no, I have been in a position that is thousands of times more lucky than how most people are when they move to the United States. I have benefited from infinite privileges to be able to do this, and it still was the hardest thing I've done in my life. And I really want that to, like, fucking resonate because, like, I wasn't even going to make a video talking about this. I wanted to just, like, have it be done, like, put this fucking behind me. But there is really, like, a point that I'm trying to get across that there is something so horrifically torturous about the United States immigration um, process. It's fucking insane. Um, So... In 2019, I began the process to move. Um, the visa I went for is called an O-1 visa, uh, which is the visa I ended up getting, which is right over there in a folder that I literally watched like a fucking hot because if I lose it, I am so fucked. <laughs> I am beyond fucked. Um, it's called an O-1B visa. It's, it's The name is so cringe. It's uh, for people with extraordinary ability. So, you might not look at my ass sitting here in a fucking hoodie with, like, <laughs> and think, oh, he's got extraordinary talents. But this is the visa that actors, singers, and now, um, I guess, starting with, like, my ass, um, influencers can get. Uh, it basically means that you can move to the U.S. and you can live and you can work as you please. You can't vote, obviously. You're not a citizen, so you don't get a passport. Um, but you can stay there. And it's like, you can renew it, like, infinitely. It's a really, like, it's insane how um, how lucky I have been to get it. 
that being said, there is a different type. Not to, I don't want to get like too specific into the different kind of visas, blah, blah, blah. I know that's like so boring, even though it's like literally all I've been fucking thinking about for the past four years. Um, there's a different type that you can also get uh, called like an E visa, which is like literally if you're like fucking business man, Mr. Businessman, like you can uh, start a company in the US or like invest in a company for like a minimum of like $200,000 and like you have to create a whole business plan. I wasn't, I, the chances of me getting a visa that way, fuck no. I can't, I can't run anything that has to do anything with money. I'm bankrupt on fucking Roblox. I'm bank, I've no, uh, Fortnite, I have nothing. So I, that, that was never going to be the case. So to get an O1 visa, you have to, there's like pretty much three things that you have to prove. Uh, you have to prove that you have, um, like work to be done in the United States. You have to prove that you are like, ugh, this is so weird to say, like, you have to like show like press articles about you and show that you've been like fucking written about. This was one of the hardest things for me because no bitch, uh, no journalist is looking at my ass and thinking, well, there's a story there. So, which is so funny because like I, I, um, I did like a year of journalism in college and, uh, that's actually not funny. That, that has nothing to do with it. I really just wanted to throw in that and be like, I, actually did a year of journalism in college so i know all about jur no um so i literally this this was one of the fucking craziest parts um and i'll tell you how much it cost to move uh at the end of this video and it, it will probably blow your fucking mind because it constantly blows my mind um I had to hire like a, a publicist, multiple publicists for multiple months to get press articles written about me. This isn't really something that I think I'd do um, if I didn't have a genuine need for this because I like A, I don't really care about press articles that much, but B, one month of having a publicist, I want you to think about, I don't know, I want you to think about how much an xbox costs multiply that by 30 and that is how much a publicist would cost a month i had okay so let's let's go back to the timeline on this i was getting things together around like 2019 and then everyone's favorite thing happened COVID happened and all of a sudden like pretty much all the all the ways to get a visa so like getting work getting press all of that shit kind of shut down i think even the immigration offices like shut down um and like weren't accepting new applications so i was like stunted for a while plus i couldn't even go to fucking la um which was where i was building this life this is where all my friends were and i um was stuck in canada for like six months mind you it was covid so like blah 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 but like it would have been nice to have been where my fucking like roommate was so um, and mind you, uh, just to like, uh, I'll be super clear later, but, um, the way like my, you, 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 you see me in so many different backgrounds, I guess I'll say like on my YouTube channel, for example, like when I'm in like my bedroom with the posters, that is a bedroom in Los Angeles. When you see me in a room with like the pillars and the giant beanbag bean sack behind it. That is my mom's basement in Canada. 
that is my that has been my legal residence and that's where i've lived for the past four fucking years in my mom's basement now to explain why because obviously i'm in a position where i can get my own place okay i'm not like I'm not going to sit here and be like, I've been struggling so much. I've been in my mom's basement. Like, no, I've been incredibly blessed with YouTube and all that has come with that. The thing is, for the past four years, the way like submitting this visa works, submitting the application is every few months, it would seem like we were there. Like it was like, oh, in a few months, it's going to be time. We're going to submit the visa and then I'm going to get it. And that is how I have been living my life for the past four years. Like constantly thinking like every three months, like this is it. Like we're going to have enough stuff. We're going to be able to submit it. Now, every three months, some shit would come up um, that I'd like realize I didn't have enough press written about me. Um, I was with a different uh, management company back then. And there was just a lot of uh, bad communication between them and, um, my law firm, which like, once I left that management company, uh, wow, I'm really like talking about so much shit. Once I left that management company, I was able to just be one-on-one -on -one with my immigration lawyers and things went so fast. And that is what ended up like getting me my visa. But my life was basically like on hold for four fucking years. I, could not advance because I, I didn't want to go and get my own place um, in Canada because I I knew like I wasn't going to stay there. And I thought like any second now, any fucking day now, I'll get the visa. And I know like looking back, it's so like childish, naive to have lived like that for four years. And there was a period of time. There was a year where I ended up um, getting I moved in with some people in Vancouver um, just as like. So I like wasn't in my mom's basement because that was also causing tension. It's not it wasn't the best uh, experience to be like 22, tw like 21, 22, 23 years old living in my mom's basement. So um, I did end up like moving out for a little bit. And then, oh, my fucking God, this is like so crazy. So after like months of like thinking we're almost there, finally, finally, finally. We get everything together. I have like enough press, um, enough work to be done in the United States, and we submit the visa. And it doesn't get denied, but there's this other thing that happens. So you can submit the visa, and then they can either approve it right away or they can ask for more evidence. And something fucking happened. I got like an agent at the immigration station, let's fucking call it, who, um, the, so, like, the visa I was applying for, um, it's for, like, motion picture and television arts, but it branches out now into, like, different kind of streams. Like, there's, um, uh, like, like there's, like, a, a path for, like, uh, influencers and creators and stuff. And so, the agent that I got, I guess, had never fucking heard of what, like, an influencer was and basically sent back the entire application highlighted all this shit was like what does this have to do with the motion picture television industry where is your oscars i was like ah are you fucking kidding are you fucking kidding they like just didn't they didn't even read it this was something that this had been i want to say like two and a half years at this point they took a glance at my application didn't understand it and then fucking sent it back and the advice from my lawyers was to just um to just withdraw it because it was a losing fucking battle 
um, and just start from scratch. And that's what we did. We started from pretty much scratch. A year and a half passed, and by this time, um, a lot of the press I had was outdated. Okay, this this press has to be like very recent. So that was so amazing. I had to hire new publicists that were more expensive. Um, I had to go. Oh, I forgot to mention. There's another thing you have to get for this visa. You have to get letters of recommendations from like. I just burped. I'm so sorry. You have to get like letters of recommendation from people that are like high up in the industry. This and I am the I am so nervous asking anybody for anything. I could literally like see that you have like an extra fry on your plate and I'd be fucking shaking. I would be quivering, fighting demons in my head, like wondering if I could ask you for that fry. So like going to business professionals in the in the the influencer industry and saying hey can you write me a fucking letter to the u.s government saying that you think i'm awesome and exceptional the oh it was so it was so awkward and everyone that did write them or everyone that i reached you did write them and i will never have enough i will never be able to express my gratitude enough how much how life-changing that is that they wrote those for me and helped me out. It's insane. So another year and a half fucking pass. We get everything together. This was about a month ago now. And we're like, okay, we're going to submit it again. Um, I'll tell, uh, I'll t- okay. You know what? After this quick break, I'll tell you how much it fucking costs in total to get this visa. Okay. <laughs> okay. To run up the numbers before I, we get into, like, actually submitting the visa and what happened after that, I believe in total, like, the fees and the legal fees and processing fees ended up being close to $15,000. But that's the crazy part is, the crazy part is... That's not even, that's not even where, um, the biggest hit comes from. The biggest hit. I just got to text from Jay and <laughs> He saw my new video. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. So. <laughs> so that, that's how much it costs to get just literally the paperwork done the biggest cost was um you know, when most youtubers create like a business for their channel so that you are not getting taxed like at the highest um like tax rate and since I was in the process of moving, I never set up a business or anything, okay? I never did any business stuff at all because I was like, I'm going to be moving to the U.S. any minute now. Uh. And so what's the point of like setting up a business? Um, this gets like very like tax jargony, so like bear with me here. But basically, um, uh, the income tax for Canada is um, past a certain point is half. And if I were to, say, have moved to the U.S. and set up a business and, like, done it how 
you would do it as a business, it would be closer to like like 15% through like corporate taxes, I think. So in short, I lost half of my money that I've ever made from social media to taxes. Um because I've been waiting on getting this visa. So I'm not going to like drop my net worth or anything, but just imagine um half of all your money uh gone to taxes. It's not the warmest fuzziest feeling and listen, I do <laughs> I'm not trying to be like some major crazy capitalist or anything, but it does hurt a little bit. It does hurt just a little bit. Um, paying half of your income in taxes in a country that you don't plan to live in. So there is that. Um, and ultimately, I'm not the maddest because you know what? At least. Canadian taxes aren't like going to a giant military industrial complex. For the most part, we have a little military. We have like a few guys with like some pistols, maybe, and like a tank. Uh, but fuck it. At least we have free healthcare in Canada. So, like, I'm not even going to sit here and complain that much. I'm going to be a little bit salty and bitter, as I think most people would be. <laughs> I've read the Communist Manifesto, the whole nine yards, okay? Like, comrade over here but fuck like oh my god so anyways like that 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 didn't even like i don't care about money that much to like stop like what i really want to do which is move to la and be around creative people and be in a fucking city that's not cold um and where all my friends are most importantly um i'd rather have that than like anything else so i just ate it I ate shit for four years financially. Um, so. We're finally submitting it. We. I remember I was filming my video where I was uh, pretending to be like a TikTok NPC live streamer. And this was two weeks after we submitted the visa for the second time. And I get an email from my lawyers being like, approved. I was like. And I had a, like a fucking green wig on. I was literally on TikTok live going, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Glizzy in my mouth. Glizzy in my mouth. <laughs> and I get the most life-changing fucking email of my life. And I was like. And my visa got approved. And I could all of a sudden start my life. I could move to where I had essentially built my life. I could finally work um, in the place where I had built my life. Um, but one of the big things I forgot to mention is, so I could spend six months uh, of the year maximum in the US, but whenever you go through um, customs and immigration in the US, they um they obviously ask you what you do. They ask you what you do for work. And I wasn't working in the US then, but um just the nature of being a YouTuber and how much time I was spending in the United States, I had some horrific, horrific experiences. Um I had missed flights before because I would go through customs, they would 
take me aside into a fucking holding room and I'm not kidding, interrogate me for an hour. They would go through my phone. Mind you, in these uh, United States Customs preclearance centers, you don't have rights, which is so fucking crazy to say. You don't have rights. You, they you they can go through your phone. They can search anything and everything on you, fucking in you, on your phone. Um, I didn't have anything to hide, but like having to explain to like a middle age customs and border patrol person what you do and why you're not a threat to the U.S. and why you spend so much time in the U.S. and why you still live in your mom's fucking basement. It was terrifying and. I um I would like frequently wake up uh in the middle of the night with like I've never had this before in my fucking life. Um I would like have these like literal like sw- what the fuck, like fever dreams um where I was like in these like holding cells uh getting fucking interrogated. Um and that anxiety became so goddamn crippling. I any t- if there was like if it was even weeks before I was planning to go to the U.S., I would be so on edge. I'd be so nervous. And the day of going to the airport, I would be like shaking every single every single fucking time for the past four years. Um, I wouldn't wish like that level of anxiety on anyone, and it is fucking crazy because. Like, that's just going as a tourist. I cannot even imagine. Like, that's that's going as, like, a tourist from Canada to the U.S. Like, it's the the best case scenario for dealing with United States Customs people. Which is, like, oh, I want to, like, link this back again to how fucking lucky I am. Because if you are coming from... Like, any other country. Canada gets special privileges going to the U.S. Just because, like, we're, like, neighbors and we have, like, treaties and shit. But, like, fucking immigrating from, like, any other country for any other, like, on any other kind of visa. I have, I've just been thinking nonstop about how fucking lucky I am and how broken the system is that, like, you can literally be fleeing fucking war. Like, you can actually... Oh my fucking god. You can like you could have fled war from a completely different continent, walked across the desert in the US and applied for asylum and then just fucking get turned around. There there's so many fucking injustices like in the immigration system. It is like mind-boggling. It's genuinely fucking mind-boggling um how we can't just let people who want to escape fucking war and persecution like live a life like start a life is that like too much to fucking ask to just let people not get killed in war and maybe start a life in a country that has more than enough space and more than enough fucking jobs i I, it like genuinely makes me speechless like how insane the process is and i have nothing but um like nothing but empathy and respect for everyone else who has gone through the process in all the horrific different colors that it can come in um i got to experience it from 
coming from Canada, which is one of the safest countries in the world, having um, money to fall back onto, um, a house to fall back onto uh, if the visa was denied. Most people coming to the U.S. don't fucking have that. If they don't, if they're, it's literally fucking life or death for so many people and people who are in the United States who are undocumented or their visas running out, they face deportation to a country that in some cases will literally just fucking kill them. So that at the crux of it, all like no matter like all the shit that I went through is nothing. It's fucking nothing. It does not matter. It does not matter. And it pales in comparison to what people go through when they literally just want to fucking have a a, a life, a life, period, point fucking blank, period, a life. So anyways, I, I fucking forgot where I was in like terms of the timeline, but I got the visa and it's still been surreal. I don't know like how to fully make of it like I'm I live in the United States now I live in Los Angeles I don't have to be scared to like say that I don't have to be ever scared of a customs guard like fucking putting me in like an interrogation room um and I want to talk about briefly like how it's cascaded into like so many other things like um the fucking zoom videos I'm finally saying it I'm finally saying what happened to the goddamn zoom videos this is kind of like a tangent Oh my fucking god. So, um, I think this was on my birthday a few years back. I get this email. No, sorry. I get a text first from my dad saying your uncle and I and a bunch of your family members got a fucking email from a lawyer, uh, saying like, um, like your Zoom videos are, what's it called? Like, obviously, they weren't made ethically. I'll be the first to fucking say that. I hate my Zoom videos now. And I I cringe when people say, like, when are you going to do Zoom hacking again? Because it was fucking stupid. It was me bombarding just, like, people in a Zoom call and being fucking annoying um, and then putting their face on the internet. That's not okay. Um... And it was, it was such juvenile humor, too. Like, even from an ethical standpoint, just, like, from a fucking comedic standpoint, like, there was nothing there. There was nothing there at all. And um, I recognized, I recognized that, like, it was funny in the moment. It was funny for the times, maybe. Um, it got, like, the one video has, like, 16 million views. It's, like, my biggest video ever. That shit's staying privated. Um, and whenever, like, people re-upload it, I take it down, which, I like, is so, like, douchey. Like, I, I never want to be, like, a person to, like, uh, like, like, what's it called? Like, copyright, take down other people's videos. Um, but, like, I just want them fucking gone. And it's not that I'm, like, trying to hide from them. I'm, like, st- sitting here, like, fully saying, like, I did them. They're cringe. I just don't want them to be out there. I don't want to, like, um, like, those people. I blurred, like, most of the faces out. Like, the way it would work is, like, if someone... Typically, if someone uh, reached out and said they were, like, in the Zoom video and they didn't want to be, I'd use the blur tool and blur their face out. In retrospect, should have fucking blurred them all out. Like, what was I thinking? Like, little dumbass, like, 19-year-old Ben. Idiot. Fucking idiot. So, but, um, sorry. So, a few years ago, I get an email from this, like, law firm saying, take the fucking video. I'm not going to get into too many details, but essentially, take the fucking videos down or it's going to get ugly. 
and I was beyond scared, okay? I'm applying for a fucking visa. I'm trying to, like, keep everything so, like, cut and dry and clean. And then I am being, <laughs> like, threatened by a lawyer. So I just took them all down. I privated them all. They've been privated since. And they'll stay that way. Um, that's the reason. That's the, I mean, it's, it's like two reasons, obviously. Uh, it's like the actual threat of like, like take these fucking down, but also coming to terms, which I came to before getting that email that, Hey, maybe there's better videos you can do on youtube.com than being a fucking nuisance to people in a zoom class. So there you have it. The long-awaited question, why the Zoom videos are gone. Um, now, the other thing, uh, which is probably so confusing to so many people, is like, why I travel so much? Why I'm never in the same place? Um, it, it's it's mostly because of the rule that you um, can't spend more than six months in the United States. Um, so I fucking bounce around. I, I've been bouncing around. <laughs> that's, that's what I have to say on that. Um, I don't really have, like, I have my mom and my dad and family in Canada, but all my friends are in LA. And I want to, like, quickly go back and say, like, I understand that LA, LA has changed so much. Um, and I'm, I no longer see it through rose colored lenses. Um, I'm not romanticizing it anymore. I've experienced it for the past four years in some capacity, and now I live in it. And I understand all its problems. Um, all the things wrong with it with like influencer culture permeating it, um, everything about it, but I still love it. And I don't know what that is. I don't want to move. Um, <laughs> me saying I don't want to move when I just fucking moved there five like weeks ago. Um, <laughs> and I have so many people being like, you know, like it's. I, I don't want you guys to get scared. Like, he's going to go L.A. Because I've pretty much fucking been L.A. for the past four years. But um, I have a really good circle there. And I think I have my head on my shoulders. Um, I don't, I'm not going to get lost. If I was going to get lost and become a crazy L.A. fucking influencer demon, that shit would have happened years ago. But it didn't. So um, we're chilling. But... I just want to say it it feels so good to get this off of my chest. I thought about doing like a full video on this my main channel. I've I filmed like pretty much a whole documentary about the process, but I don't it's just it's it's so fucking personal and I don't know if I'm like willing to share that maybe something maybe I don't know. I have some other plans, but I wouldn't wish this upon anyone else. Um, I can't describe the overwhelming cloud of anxiety and fear and hopelessness that this process has brought me. Um, but it's done. And now I get to start my life. And I'm very, very, very excited for that. I don't know what it's going to look like. Uh, truth be told, um, 
maybe it'll look like nothing at all. Maybe nothing will fucking change. Probably nothing will change. I am the same person. And I'm still a fucking Canadian. Let the record state, I have my Canadian passport. That shit's going nowhere. I don't I don't think I ever want to become an American, but I'll I will live there. I don't want to be one of y'all. I'm a Canadian, baby. Okay. Um With that all being said, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sticking with me throughout all of the weirdness that it's brought um (laughs) and i'm i think i'm gonna go cry thank you for watching i'll see you next wednesday bye mama